Amen. I, I want you to look for somebody and tell the person it's good to be alive. Can you look for somebody and tell the person, neighbor? Oh, neighbor, it's so good to be alive. Maybe that's a, a wrong neighbor. Look for the right neighbor. Say, neighbor. Oh, neighbor, it is so good to be alive. How many of you are excited to be alive, to be counted amongst the living? Amen. We celebrate the Lord our God for that. Amen. Um, if you came with your Bibles, could you please lift it up? Say, this is my Bible. It is the Word of God. I'll become what it says I can become. I'll go where it says I can go. I will achieve what it says I can achieve. Slap your chest and say, I am a believer. Come on, do it again. Say, I am a believer. Last week, we started with the book of St. Mark, chapter number 12. I think it will still serve us this day too. Mark's gospel, chapter number 12. Mark's gospel, chapter number 12. A gospel according to St. Mark, the 12th chapter. If you found it, you can say, I have it. If you're still looking for it, say, wait for me. All right, hurry up. St. Mark's gospel, chapter number 12, from the verse number 28, there you find these words. And one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning together, and perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? And Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like this, that you shall love your neighbor as thyself. Can we read the 31st verse together? Let's do it again. There is none other commandment greater than these. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we, we thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for keeping us today. We pray that today you give us a word that works, O oh God. Anoint these lips of clay and make it an instrument of a blessing to somebody's life. Knowing very well that the grass will wither, the flower will fade, but your word will abide forever. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Um, I want you to look for somebody and tell the person it's all about love. Come on, look for another person. Tell them. If, you, if, you, if you're able to find three people and tell them that, I'll be super excited. It's all about love. Um, those of you that are a bit old school and you heard of Tina Tena. How many of you heard of Tina Tena? Um, I know that is sending some memories. And some of you want to even dance in your heart. Just hearing the name Tina Tena. What love? Oh, yeah, but love has gotten everything to do with our lives. 
And um, it's, it's amazing that she sang that song. And if you listen to the lyrics of the song, I, I, I used to like that song very much. I like the way, the rhythm, the tempo, all of that. It was beautiful. Just that I couldn't dance. But at least I could tap to it. You know, you, you, you can tap. Those of us who can dance, we can tap. And those of you who can dance can keep your dancing skills to yourselves. Um, um, but beautiful song. Um, not too long ago, there were stories of young people who were killing themselves in the universities because they were brokenhearted. Um, um, a young man had hanged himself because the girlfriend jilted him amazingly. I know that some people will even want to jump from a cliff and break their necks because somebody they deem they love disappointed them. So love is an important part or ingredient of our lives. Everybody Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to be loved. Show your love. Because everybody wants to be loved. It's amazing that even your puppy, your dog in the house, your cat wants to be cuddled and loved. The more you bring your dog to yourself, your cat to yourself, they don't want to stray very far from you. They want to be loved. So love is an important thing. Everybody in this world... I think that a little love in your life will be all right for you. In fact, when you know you are loved, you glow. You shine. You live with some unspoken joy. You get ecstasy. It's like you are on some dope somewhere. Because love has that charming effect to push you to feel good about yourself. If somebody meets you and the person tells you, I love you, you can even blush under a dust king. So, you know, you are, a you, are, you, are, you are a dark guy, a dark lady, and you start blushing. It's amazing what love can do to people. And everybody actually subscribes to it. The disciples were with Jesus. Jesus was going about his business. And um, some of the scribes, a scribe came to him and said unto him, Master, we know that there are laws. Our laws are many. Um, there are 613. Could you please help us to identify and ascertain which of them is supposed to be regarded as the best or the premier commandment, the premier law. Something that we should all subscribe to um, so that we can run with it. Even though we are not able to remember all the 613 or 639, arguably, then we can even run with the one that you will give us. At least we know that that is the most important law. Jesus looked at the scribe and knowing that it was a soup or a trick question, he knew that he had to now do a divine condensing of the law. So he said unto them that, okay, you know what? When it comes to the law, the first commandment of all is that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. Everything that is about you should tell that you love God. And I keep saying that if you truly love God, everything about God, you'll be interested in it. Because when you love somebody, you want to spend time with the person. Last week, I was telling you of the story of the young people who they say they fall in love. And when they are even talking on the phone, they don't want to hang up on each other. So they are talking on the phone. And after the conversation is over, one of them will say, oh, okay, oh, good night. It's a good night. Uh, but hang up. Okay, you two hang up. 
Nobody wants to hang up on the other person. Why? Because they enjoy each other's company. So this one will escort the other one to their junction or to their house, and the other one will also follow. You know that you've been doing it, or you did it when you were growing up. Now you don't do it anymore. Um, but but that, that is what it is. If you love somebody, you enjoy their company, you want to stay around them, you want to behold them, you want to see them. Because even though you spend about three, four, five, six, seven, eight hours with them, and they leave you for 30 minutes, you still miss them. If we say we love God, that is what we, where we should, um, we should aspire to get to. That we, can, we will desire to spend time in his presence. We will desire to be with him more and more. We will desire to spend time with the Holy Spirit. Desire to spend time in prayer, time in meditation, time in fellowship with the Lord. If we claim we love God and yet we can't spend time with God, then our love for him is questionable. Anybody who loves somebody else will desire to spend time with a person. So how can we say we love God and yet can't spend time with God? When was the last time? When was the last time you actually had a quality time with God? Because those of you that are married, you keep blaming, complaining, lamenting that your husband is not spending quality time with you. And sometimes I really want to know the ingredients of quality time. What do you... What goes into quality time? No, you don't spend quality time with me. You don't spend quality time. I, I, I want to spend time with you. I want to be... Okay, what goes into that? So you love your husband. You love your wife. You want to spend quality time with your wife. You want to spend quality time with your husband. And yet you can't spend quality time with God. Do we put the same amount of energy and effort in our relationship with God as we want to put in our relationship with our fellow men? Jesus said the premier commandment is that you love the Lord your God with all your heart. So everything about you, if somebody does a dissection on you, they will find the love of God in your DNA. They get into you, they will see love oozing out. And it's not just love for material things, it's the love of God. You love God. You want to be with him. You want to spend time with him. You want to do things that will please him. If you love God, you do things that will please God. If you love somebody, you do things that will please the person. If you love your husband, you do things that will please your husband. If you love your wife, of course, you do things that will please your wife. If you can't please the person, then your love is question. That was what Jesus was saying in essence. That is about all, not some. You don't divide your heart and give God a part of it and give a quarter to your career a quarter to Kofi, uh, a quarter to Kojo, because you don't know who of them is going to settle with you. So sometimes we break and we share, we dish out. Just take 10%, 10%, at least 10. 10, 10, 10%. And we dish out our love. Jesus is saying that when it comes to love, it is not some, it is with all. It is either... You are in or you are out. There is no gray area. You can't sit on the fence. If you love God, you love God fully, totally, absolutely. Love is measured in absolute terms. That's what Jesus was saying. That if it's about God, it's about all your heart. It's about all your might. It's about all your spirit. It's about all your soul. It's about all your strength. And so there are things that when it comes, when somebody's saying that, okay, this thing is about God, let's go and push it. You go out there and you do it, even at the peril of your life. 
The people who we say they love God and they have written for you to read and say, it's your Bible. This is my Bible. It is the word of God. Well, the men that God used, the men that God um, inspired to write, some of them died because of this faith and their love for God. How much do you love him? Do you truly love him? Because if you love him, you won't do the things that you do to him. If you love him, you will not have an appointment with God and always be late for the appointment. If you truly say you love him, there are things that you do that will put a smile on his face. What is God saying, I delight in? God is saying that he, you should go out and win the lost at all costs. Do you win souls for him? That is what makes him happy. Says you should live a righteous life. Do you live a righteous life? That is what makes him happy. Be holy for the Lord your God is holy. Do you love him? Then obey my commandments. So if we claim we love him and yet cannot live up to that, those standards he set for us, chances are that we are deceiving ourselves. Because if you truly love God, you do things that will please him. Jesus said that is a premier commandment. Last week we, we spoke on that. So there wouldn't be any need to belabor the point. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the second one that Jesus spoke about. And he said that the society is telling you to love your neighbor. I agree. Love your neighbor. Love your neighbor. Love people around you. Love the poor. Love the hungry. Love the naked. Clothe them. Feed them. Feed the hungry. Clothe the naked. Somebody is in prison. Open the prison gates to them that are bound. Visit those that are in prison. Visit them. Do good to people who are in need. Do good to people. But Jesus said that it is impossible for you to love another person if you can't love yourself. We have been trained to love other people but not ourselves. Uh, we are brought up to give to others but not give to ourselves. Jesus is saying that it is impossible for you to get to a place where you can say, I love somebody, but you can't love you. The reason why people get brokenhearted is because they didn't love themselves. They loved another person who they believed that the person was giving them affirmation. Any kind of compliment the person was giving was an affirmation of who they thought they were. And so if the person says that, I don't think you, I find you attractive anymore, it breaks their heart because they never loved themselves in the first place. If you don't love yourself, there is no way you can love another person. Self-love is not selfishness. The fact that somebody loves himself or loves herself doesn't mean that person is selfish. Actually, you are going to be in your own company for a long time. So start loving your company. Everybody will leave you, your children that you've given birth to, that you love them and you want to kiss them, give them hugs and love on them and do all that too. They'll get married, they leave you alone, you'll be left alone. Start loving who you are and your own company. Start loving yourself. Start, can you tap somebody and tell the person, neighbor, start loving yourself. Start loving who you are. Start loving yourself. Everybody, honestly, and everybody's going to leave you. You spend time alone than time with people. More time. Weekends, most of the time, you are left in your own company. And you can't love who you are. You're in trouble. Love yourself. 
We want people to love us. And yet we don't even love ourselves. So when they come, there is no barometer. There is no standard that they look up to. Because they didn't come to meet somebody who loved himself or herself. If you discover self-love, every other kind of love will fall in place. All the other kinds of erotic, sensual, um, filios, and all of that. All those loves will fall in place. The only reason why we are not getting to the places where we ought to get to, as far as this argument and this discussion of love is concerned, is because we have not gotten to the place where we have identified love for our own selves. We don't love ourselves. We don't love who we are. The reason why a young lady will go and do cosmetic surgery is because one, hmm. Okay. So self-love. And it's very important we talk about some of these things because I feel that if we don't get to a place where we love ourselves, people will define who we are. Listen to this, people of God. The world will never know and put a proper price tag on you. Know your own worth. You see, lack of self-love stems out of lack of self-esteem. If you have a very low self-esteem, you begin to feel inferior and you don't love who you are. And so you might be ebony bronze, ebony black, might be as dark as myself and not feel confident of, your, of yourself. We have a lot of black, beautiful young ladies who are so pretty, beautiful, under their dark skin. Because they have low self-esteem, they want to change the whole housing. Why? Because they feel inferior. They don't love who they are. They look at themselves in the mirror and they think they have love handles. Oh, my stomach is too... No, 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 this is not too good. Uh, they say, this is sagging. This, let me go for cosmetic surgery. Because you have not gotten to a place where you appreciate who you are. You see, anytime you compare yourself... Let me say this. And probably you can write it down. Those of you who like writing. Any act of comparison is violence against the self. You violate your own self. You violate your own self if you compare yourself with another person. So this person is tall, is slim, is slender, is curvy. You are not curvy. You are not tall. And because of that, you look at yourself and you buy into um, um, the 19th century um, definition of love. Whereby, um, sorry, of, of beauty. Whereby they said everybody who is beautiful is supposed to be slim and skinny and have a, a flat tummy. And you don't have a flat tummy. You've been eating so well. You, don't have, you, are, you have a dignified... <clears throat> okay, so, so you have already gotten yourself there, whether you're a man or you're a, you're a woman. Instead of you looking down on yourself and allowing people to put a very low price stack on yourself, start loving and appreciating who you are. Not everybody is born to be a, a size zero. Some are plus sizes. There are people who have thick bones. They are big bone people. They are not size zero. So stop harassing people with your size zero. Let people appreciate who they are. Now, as long as they can push you to think that being big is not beautiful, you've already lost the plot. You don't love yourself.
yourself. Jesus is saying the reason why we have wars and underminings and backbitings and people who are, are killing each other is because they have not gotten to a place where they love themselves yet. Because if you love yourself, you won't do anything that will put you into prison. It is not about killing somebody because that you can say that, oh, because if you love your neighbor as you see, you don't go and kill somebody. Okay. If you really love yourself, you know that if you, I kill somebody or I defraud somebody and I am arrested, I'm going to spend 5, 10, 15, 20. I'm going to spend a lifetime in jail. And because I love myself, I don't want to spend my time in jail. And because of that, I won't do that. I love myself so much to know that eating late will kill me quicker. That is self-love. Self-love means that I won't keep piling junk in my system and run early in the morning. Because we live in an era where people are now, they are crazy about keeping fit. So they are running. You meet a lady early in the morning when you are coming from morning or and you're driving the woods. You might have found some people running. And you see somebody who is uh, plus size and the person probably has invested time and energy and food and resources into getting herself to that place. Okay, God bless you. But she's gotten there and after getting to that point in her life, now she is running it off. People of God. And if they run it off and they keep running and take care of themselves, I'll be so excited. Now they don't do that. After running, if you go to where I come from, if you go to Kumasi, after running, they end their key fit at an Omutio joint. So you run to cut down the weight and end up with some stout, some smell of some club, some Guinness with some TZ. So all the work was to make room. So he was burning to create space for the incoming load. Now if you love yourself, that is not what you do to yourself. If you love yourself, you'll be conscious of your health. You'll be conscious of your body. Why? Because you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And if you destroy that body, God will destroy you too. If you love yourself, there are things you will not do to yourself. So you love yourself. And you are peeling the first layer of your skin. Do you know what you are doing? You love yourself. And you, are, you keep bleaching, using harsh creams on your body. And you say that I want to look beautiful. No, you are not going to look beautiful. My dad is here, he will tell you. There is a lady that, I don't want to mention the name because you know there is social media. But there is a lady that we used to live with in our house in Swami. And the lady, uh, when we were young, oh yes, she was the epitome of beauty. Everybody looked at, oh, she was beautiful. Pretty young lady, light-skinned with all the curvatures that you can think about. Beautiful. My father's age made beautiful. That time everybody was calling her sister beautiful. Beautiful young 
beautiful lady. The last time I went to Kumasi, I looked at her and I couldn't look at her face. Why? Because there were some puffs in the face and the face had become blackened and, and she was looking like something that I didn't even want to behold. At first, I wanted to look at her face. In those days, you look at her face and it come, comes with smiles and joy and you want, oh, I wish when I grew up, I hope my woman who looks as beautiful as this lady. Now, I went back there and I looked at her and her face is looking like something I don't want to talk about. Why is that? Because she did not love herself. She was bleaching. She was taking the first layer of the skin. She was doing so many things to herself. And now, she doesn't even want to come out. She's always indoors. If you love yourself, there are things you wouldn't do to yourself. It is now that they are saying that, oh, it's beautiful. Give yourself time. And pray that you won't get any major surgeries. And they wouldn't have to stitch anything because sometimes they'll go there and they can't find the tissues to stitch together. They can't find the skin to stitch together. Because everything is off. You don't love yourself. You're abusing alcohol and you think you love yourself. Oh, mommy, booby, Let me drink my sorrows away. Sorrows can never be drunk away. You can never drink them away. Because when, by the time you come back to your senses, it will be there telling you, oh, welcome back. I'm here. Are you ready to solve the problem or you are ready to go back into slumber? It will never go anywhere. And that's the thing I want you to appreciate, people of God. That you will never, anything you do, if you consider yourself first, your decisions will be different. If you love yourself, you will not be taking that hard liquor. You know all the names. Black label, blue label, gold label. You know all the mistress. Herbadingo. Madingo. Okay, okay. Is that also a drink? Okay, okay. So you do from your Hennessy to your whiskeys to brandies, all of that in scotch. You take them and you think you are living the life. No! You have no idea the pressure you are putting on your kidneys and on your liver. Check the statistics. A lot of young people die. Now, renal failure is very common. People are, kidneys are failing. Liver is malfunctioning. Because the young men will not allow these things to sleep. And if you think it's the young men, please, not only that. The young women with their shisha. Young ladies, if you see a young lady taking a booze, you'll be surprised. Some of them can booze and tell oh, about where they are It will amaze you. And all these stem out of the fact that we don't love ourselves. 
Because if you love yourself and the person that is manufacturing or producing the cigarette says to you, smoking is dangerous to your health. Smoking kills. And you still pick it up and you pipe it down and you're telling yourself, I love myself. No, you are killing yourself because you don't love yourself. Jesus said, we have to get to a place where we love our neighbors. But that is an impossible task if we don't know how to love ourselves. Because if we love ourselves, then we can love another person. If you can't love you, you can love me. So if somebody says, I love you, maybe the best question to ask is, how much do you love you? Because if you can't love you, you can love me. If you cannot get to a place where you don't want to hurt yourself, you will hurt me. But if you can love you, you can love me. That's where we should get to, people of God. Love yourself. Love who you are. Have high self-esteem. Know who you are. Know where you are. Know your worth. Put a premium on who you are. So, you do things that will lift you up. Not keep you down. If you're not happy about your salary, because of you are working in places and you are still complaining, my pay is small. My salary is small. Oh, they don't pay me well. Well, it is about the value you bring to the company. Uh -huh. So if they don't pay you well, instead of complaining, Build yourself up. Probably take a new course. Probably learn a new something that will lift you up in that field. Instead of lamenting. Because when they look at you and what you are bringing to the table, they don't see anything unique. Every employer will make the employee that is the high flyer happy. They wouldn't want to lose you. But for you, they know you are very dispensable. Actually, when you say you are going, I don't think you'll get to the door before they replace you. <laughs> it will amaze you to know people of God. We don't love ourselves. So we don't invest in ourselves. We don't love ourselves. So we don't take care of ourselves. Look at the time you wake up. Look at the time you sleep. It tells about how much you love yourself. Your time that you used to even gossip tells how much you love yourself. Because the time that you used to gossip, you could have read a book. It would have developed yourself. Because you don't love yourself, you are interested in other things and other people. If you love yourself, you do things that will promote. And now, let me say this again. For those of you who are a bit religious, you have um, an acute case of Christian seriousness. Those of you who have that kind of problem, it will amaze you to know the fact that you love yourself doesn't mean that you are selfish. Selfishness is an obsession to the detriment of other people. But loving self doesn't mean that I don't want you to rise. I want you to rise, but I want to also shine in my own space. Now, I don't have to go down for you to rise. If, if, 
if shrinking will mean that I love you, then, then take yourself. Pack yourself somewhere. Because the fact that I love you doesn't mean I have to shrink for you to shine. I will, not, I will not lower my standards to accommodate your mediocrity. I love me. So, oh, you know, if you do this and you do it so well, you know, they feel insecure. Okay. That is your business. I don't have to make you feel secured by playing less of my potential or capacity. I can do that. If God has blessed you, with intellect. Display it. Because that is what he gave you. The fact that somebody is saying. Oh he, he's too known. He is too known. She is too known. She thinks she knows it all. Well I have always told people. That for me. The most attractive thing for me. When it comes to a lady. Is when the lady is smart. Not curvy. Smart. Because you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't put a life, you don't put up with curves. You put up with intellect. When the boat is sinking, you need somebody who tell you, let us throw the anchor here and we'll be safe. Because when the boat is sinking, I don't need a catwalker. You can't catwalk me out of my misery. You have to speak wisdom. And if you are looking for a man to get married to, don't look for... Okay. All right. Self-love! The most important thing in loving your neighbor is loving yourself. If you don't get to a place where you love yourself, you love who you are, you love your company, you love you, you love you because you know that you are in the image and after the likeness of God. And if you can't love you, you can't love God. They are intricately interwoven. He said, first of all, love God. He said, love your neighbor. Ask yourself. So until you discover loving God, loving self, loving your neighbor is impossible. You have to know God Love him. Know who you are. Love who you are. Do not allow anybody to use tribe, color, gender to look down on you. You are in the image and after the likeness of God. I was talking to somebody who wanted to, um, to be mischievous. Uh, he asked me, man of God, if God created us in his image and after his likeness. Was he talking about the man or about the woman? Because the man came first, the woman came later. Mm. I said, well, fortunately for me, I wasn't there. But thankfully, in scripture, he said, male and female created he them. So if you are talking about God and his image and his uniqueness, his likeness, and he said he created us after him, it is rather you discovering who you are in him that makes you after his image. What do you mean, young man? I mean that God is neither a male or a female. 
Whereby our culture is able to portray a male God. And not just our culture. Ancient mythologies will portray the great God Zeus to be a male. Not only that, all of them, except the comparison between Isis and Horus and the rest, but all of them were portrayed as males. Now, that is irrelevant to my discussion. Because whether he is a male or a female for me, I don't really want to know. Do you know what I want to know? I am after his image and I am confident in how he made me. He did not give me height like me. I'm not tall. Mr. Bai and the rest, they are tall. They have body. When I go somewhere, I quite remember there was a time I drove somewhere and the person asked me, um, will your boss be coming soon? And so it, is, it doesn't matter. You get to places where people will look down on you because you are small. You are small. You, you, you are small. But you have to love your smallness. Your diminutive nature does not deny you of your capacity. Actually, they say people who do big things, they come in small sizes. Oh, I love that. I pray that everything that God has placed on the inside of you will manifest and you will not allow anything to limit who you are. You don't have to be big to conquer a nation. The person who we caught the most Paul, the apostle, four feet six inches tall. And a palahala Paul, Paul, the short man. A very short man. Very, very short man. Now, if you want to give Paul a high five, you're like, Paul, what's up? Short man, and yet he wrote a lot of the epistles that we quote from. You don't have to allow how you look to hinder you from where you ought to be. Most of the wealthy people in the world are ugly. Okay, let me take it again. My mom said, never say somebody is ugly. Never say that. Say that um, if you gauge their beauty or their comeliness, it's a bit low. But never say they are ugly. Now, I'm offended. What for? Yes, and what time? I'm that's what my mom, and I listened to my mom. Listen to, I listened to my mom. A lot of the people, you, you can check. Take a case, we look. The people that they say, Oh, you check, you check. I'm, I'm telling you. This guy, he's, he's dusted, he has money. You can tell that he compensated his looks with hard work. And the hard work has given him some dough that people don't look at the looks and they look at the dough. And so if you don't have the beauty or the comeliness, compensate what you don't have with what you can do. Because you have a lot of things on the inside of you that you can do to attain greatness. Love yourself. Love who you are. Love what God has placed on you. Love the gifts you have. Love the looks you have. Your eyes are not big, but love your small eyes. Maybe you have Chinese eyes. Love it anyway. Maybe, you, maybe if you're a lady and don't have big eyes, you just need highlighters. 
Get your highlighters right and do the lines right. You know you can do that. It magnifies the little that you have. Love yourself. Do that. You are light skin a bit. You put it on and get your rose cheeks on and just just be you. When they when they put on their um, their clothes and their shoes and they are holding their expensive bags and you don't have one, tell them that you you don't feel like holding a bag. Just love yourself. Oh, are you not having a bag? No, no, no. Today I wanted to walk simple. I wanted to walk plain. Get to a place where you love who you are. Can you tap somebody and tell the person, love yourself? Because until you love yourself, you can't love another person. Self-love is the most important thing Jesus spoke about in the earthly realm. Where you appreciate who you are. Have a high self-esteem. It is not akin to arrogance. Having a high self-esteem doesn't mean you are rude or you are arrogant or you are proud. It means you know your worth. It means nobody can talk me out of who I am. I mean, the society can put you in a box. When you say that, oh, by saying that this person is a votarian, the person gets upset. Why? You are not confident that you... You are not proud of who you are. You are not proud of your heritage. And when you say that somebody is white and the white person is coming, <laughs> let me tell you, there are white people who there are some white people who are very stupid. And yes, have that at the back of your mind. There are people, there are I mean, when you go to Europe and go to America, there are white people who are homeless. How many houses have you built? You've built some houses. You've bought lands. A lot of them. So skin color is not a determinant for success. Dangote, the richest, wealthiest African. There is no lightness in his skin. And yet we have half caste people who are broke. What I mean is that your race, your creed, your gender, your height, the demographics that might be against you is not a determinant of where you ought to be. You are bigger than where you are. But until you discover that and you love who you are and you work towards it, you can never get there. You can be buried in a barrel of oil. Those of you who are um, oil conscious... You go for oil, whether it's blue, green, red, indigo. You want to do a Ghana flag in your house, whatever it is. Even if we bury you in a barrel of oil and you don't love who you are, it will still amount to nothing. Jesus said, if you can love yourself, loving somebody is easy. Because if you love yourself and I am to love you as I love myself, and I wouldn't want to hurt me, then I won't hurt you. If I meet a lady and I love the lady because I love myself, I know what love is about. I buy good things for myself. So if I'm giving something to somebody I love, I can buy good things for the person. 
But because you don't know how to buy good things for yourself, you are only used to um, saving your money and buying togo shoes. When you meet a lady, you get the lady togo flowers. The bouquet of flowers you get is even artificial. Who gives artificial flowers to a loved one? And you are going to propose and you have a flower at your back with your Togo jeans. <laughs> and you get there and the flowers are your back. And, oh, you know, I love you. I, I love you. I just want to show you my love. Oh, please. Togo flowers. Fake flowers. Artificial. No smell. Flowers. Do you know why a man will do that? Because the man never loved himself in the first place. If he has ever loved himself, he would know that he wouldn't want that for himself. And if you wouldn't want that for yourself, you wouldn't want that for another person. The only way we can get up is if we can love ourselves, that we can administer the same level of love to other people. Please be upstanding. My time is up. God bless you. Um, let us pray. Love yourself. Tap somebody and say, love yourself. Oh no, come on, tap somebody and say, neighbor, love yourself. Neighbor, neighbor, love yourself. I mean, if somebody, if a man comes to you and is bringing you a cologne, you can tell how much the man loves himself. Because you're not, what is the other one? Tulale, okay. If a man is bringing you tulale, whatever it means, I don't know. But, um. You know that once in, in the uh, aluminum cans, that if you, if you spray it, the rate of diffusion, you know when you are talking about colognes and all of that, it's diffusion, right? From a higher concentration to a lower concentration through a semi-permeable membrane. <clears throat> oh, science. That's your basic secondary school science. So I know you all remember the reverse of, of osmosis. So you remember all of that. It's, it's normal. You are in this church, all of you are sharks. And so it's easy for me to. Or is there somebody who is not? <laughs> Lift up your right hand. I just want us to pray.